What's going on, everybody? Welcome to COTM Podcast Episode 8, Change and Habits. Uh, Today we're going to be going over just, you know, habits, behaviors, changes in your life that you need to make, whether you recognize it or not, um, how you go about changing them, uh, how God helps you change them, um, if you can even erase bad habits uh, and that process and what that looks like. Uh, And just, you know, we're all just trying to level up, right? And we're just trying to be the best versions of ourselves. Like I said, it's, you know, it's definitely not a holier than thou, but, you know, as we progress, you know, we're, we're going into the primes of our lives. And right now is the time to not necessarily work like a nine to five, but to grind as much as you possibly can uh, and still have fun, but, you know, to set yourself up for success, put yourself in a position to be successful. You know, that I think is a very underestimated thing. Uh, A lot of people just, you know, take a career or school for granted and say, okay, this is going to be it. And it's like, no, like there's a lot of individual things, uh, timing, delivery. There's a lot of things that are going to go into it uh, for you to reach that destiny, to reach the purpose that you have in your life. It's going to take a lot out of you. It's going to stretch you for sure. And it's going to make you uncomfortable at times. But Uh, a lot of good things are going to come from those changes. So uh, we're going to get into that in a minute or two, but I just want to say welcome. Thank you guys for riding with us. If you haven't listened to uh, all of the previous seven episodes, make sure you go ahead and do it. It's definitely been uh, more than we uh, definitely sought out and imagined. So exciting times await us, blessings await us, Um, but there's some changes that we got to make, people. So without further ado, here we go. Welcome. Um, yeah. A little startup prayer. (laughs) 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 Why it always come over here, though? (laughs) Y'all wild, man. I swear. Y'all wild. Whatever. (laughs) Ah, man. What's going on, God? Thank you for today. Thank you for allowing us to just do this once again and to talk about you. Um, uh, I ask that you just give us the words to say to speak into somebody's life who happens to be struggling with something that they don't need to be struggling with, Lord, because that's why you sent your son to die on the cross, Lord, because you took it all. You took all the pain, all the suffering. You took everything, Lord, and you gave us life so we may live it more abundantly. I ask, Father, that you just speak through us and don't let people hear us, but hear you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. With that being said. Well, really, that's where my notes are based in. Okay. Is changing your thoughts. Because if you want change in your life, you have to figure out a way where you can rewrite those habits. And to rewrite those habits that you have that are in your brain... You have to change your thoughts, which is extremely, extremely difficult. I'm not going to sit here and say that I've changed every bad habit in my life. But the way that you do go about doing that is repetitive consistency in those thoughts. What are you thinking about 24-7 that's driving you crazy? What are you thinking about 
that you know you shouldn't be thinking about and how do you go about changing those negative things? Um, uh, I'm with Jamal on that. Um, I'm big, I'm huge on mental toughness. So that, that's something, like you said, Jamal, I struggle with all the time. I think a lot of people struggle with this. It. Just, it's in the mind. You know, I think that's the first battle. So change it has to start in the mind. What are you thinking about? Um, what are you trying to do? It all has to be completed in your mind. It's like setting, um, you know, accomplishment or something that you want, you know, it needs to be completed in your mind first before you actually go out and put it in action. Once it's done in your mind, then it can just be done in a physical form. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You got to um, see it first. Right? Yeah. I was just going to say that's yeah. definitely seeing uh, before you're physically there. Um, and it's funny um, just because, you know, you can really manifest the person that you so desire to be. Um you know, I don't think any of us three are the person we're aspiring to be yet. Um, but I think we all have some kind of idea or image or shape or direction or concept of the steps we need to take to try to get to that point. Um, so, you know, even though we might be on the backside of the change, right, um, we can still see the ripple that this change is going to cause when it finally breaks through, when it reaches that tipping point. And it literally shifts, dynamically shifts everything that is going to happen to you from there on out. Um, you know, I was, um, I'm a little unprepared for this episode because, you know, I'm, I should have some scripture to back up what I'm saying um, that falls in what we're trying to do here. Um, but unfortunately, there are still some habits, I would say numbing habits, right, that allow me to, to kind of not strain so hard not think so hard about all the things that i have to do um kind of in a defense mechanism to not stress out basically and sometimes when you push that all to the side you know that's where you you see the result of that inaction and um you know me not being prepared for this episode scripturally uh is a result of me trying to defend the stresses and the things that i need to do and um you know, that being said, I'm in a, a point in my life where a lot of changes have happened recently and I'm really starting to feel the energy and see what can potentially be on the other side of that door if only I'd just be willing to commit and walk through it. Um, but unfortunately, I don't always submit throughout my day, my, my day or even my week. There might be days where I still slip and forget to prayer not or forget to pray not that i'm you know against him or don't have a good relationship with him but you know sometimes that happens and it feels unfortunate when i get to moments like this and we're like getting ready to record an episode i want to give you guys that consistency but i'm just trying to show you that we are all human and we all go through it um and sometimes you slip uh but you just got to catch it and get back up and keep channeling and keep trucking away. I think for for me, the most important thing that you just said was commit. The I think people get overwhelmed with just the whole thought process of changing their habits. Right. Um, and they realize that they don't realize that each step, whether it's a large step or a baby step, it's still progress. Mm -hmm. So you need to focus on those those little steps that you are taking mm -hmm. and realize that you aren't where you used to be um 
Do you want to chime in? Yeah. So, you know, for specific example, right, you know, I, for a point in time when we kind of started um, formulating this idea to do this platform, to make this platform, you know, we were in the gym pretty much daily. um, And we were, you know, we were praying daily and we were really getting into it and, um, you know, look at what we've gotten out of those very moments, you know. Um, But for example, I've been working out that much. I've been trying mentally to change um, my diet and my habits with my diet. And, you know, even being as athletic as I am naturally, even with going to the gym all the time, um, for some reason, I still just couldn't lose weight. I couldn't um, get the figure that I've always wanted for years I still haven't been able to, and it's been years. And um, I realized that I was trying to change so many things at the same time, and I was trying to do them all so efficiently um, that I wasn't actually able to get the maximum result out of each individual thing. Um, And so even though I was lifting, I still had old habits of bad diet choices, of staying up late. So I was getting food super late in the night instead of eating when you're supposed to eat, uh, getting the proper amount of rest that I'm supposed to get, eating breakfast in the morning. I literally never have breakfast, you know? So there's so many small little baby steps, little things that we can do that progressively get us to that point. But we can't just, it's, it's like, oh my gosh, like it's so easy to just go back into that old habit. It's literally the easiest thing just because you're comfortable with that. You're used to that. Um, you know, you're really used to that and that handicaps you, that comfort zone handicaps you by far. Um, you know, and so good. I was going to ask you guys, uh, what is a habit that you guys have think you've overcome? I mean, yeah uh, For me A habit that I think I've overcome Is Damn, I was gonna say it And it kinda just kinda choked me up So I need to, I need to say this uh, okay. It was uh, not Not necessarily The biggest issue in my life But pornography Was definitely something that Was in my life And I was sitting there listening to Pastor Chase talk about what are those habits that you need to change? Yeah. And if it's something that you need to do, do it now. Block those websites now. And I was like, damn, okay. Yeah. So if I block those websites, what am I going to do? You know, how am I going to how am I going to get through those urges? And so when I thought to myself, do I want to make the change or not? Do I really want this or not? Am I really going to do this? Can I do this? I made the commitment to do it, and then I blocked those websites. Haven't had the urge since. Have not had the urge since, literally. Just because it was, it's not accessible for me, it's over. It's done with. I hear that. Um a good question man i would say uh self-doubt the i think it's so easy for us to win when a loss comes our struggle our adversity or just something that you know that knocks us back on our on our heels we have the urge to just 
be like, you know, I quit or I can't do this anymore or let me blame myself. I refuse to get in a pity party now when things happen. I've learned that it doesn't do anything for me. I've learned that it keeps me in a box and it does not. That pressure should make me want to want to strive forward. And now, every single time I go through something, you know, my mind starts working. Okay, now what's next? How do I handle it? How do I move forward? You know, God is for a reason. So I, I would guess saying, looking at everything with a growth mindset, I no longer just have, yeah, a mindset that's just flat. Um, when adversity and struggle comes, I don't, I no longer think like that. And that's helped me with a lot of things in my life. How did sure. how did you change that though? Is my question. How? Yeah. I think it came to a point where, I mean, from the first episode when I was going through all that stuff, especially when I lost my car, of feeling like just straight crap. I just hit a point where I just said enough is enough. I mean, yeah. I was praying. Yeah. And I kind of felt like God was like, "You got the power yourself. Just go, just change." It just starts in the mind. So it was that breaking point for me of, of, you know, feeling like crap. Me feeling like crap, me staying in a corner, not really doing anything. Well, I got to get up and start handling business myself. So all the adversity that I went through, okay, well, use it, as a, use it as a story to help myself and help other people. So I would say that was my breaking point. I was just sick and tired of it. Used it for good. I think that relates a lot to you, Rudy. I think I don't remember what uh, episode it was. Uh, I think it was like two or three episodes ago. But you said something like you were just tired of being what you were and you knew you could do more or you could be more Mm -hmm. and you were more. And that was when you significantly, significantly made the change. Yeah, just tired of. I feel like my whole life I've always just been potential. I've always had a lot of potential. I've always had a lot of different tools, a lot of things I've been naturally good at, and none of them to date have necessarily shown fruition in the typical, tangible ways that we would think. They've showed fruition in the intangible ways um, because they pushed me to that point where I was so freaking sick and tired of being potential and wanting to be what the potential said I could be. Right. for sure. I would say that that also um, leads directly into my biggest change. Um, not necessarily my biggest because I think there's some definitely some big ones that I have to overcome. Um, but I think when it came to the root of it, um, I just stopped making excuses. Um you know, there was a lot of tough circumstances. There was a lot of growing situations. And unfortunately, I didn't go into them with the mentality that I was going to learn from the struggle or that I was going to get something out of it, um, you know, that it was going to pay off. And, you know, I would find any excuse I could. I could po- I could literally probably justify and talk myself out of every failure and mentally just be able to brush it off and not care and after years of just brushing it off and not caring I'm just like damn like I've literally been doing the same thing and I'm in the same point you know like stuck in the mud like I literally haven't gone anywhere right um and even though I've learned I haven't unlocked everything that actually happened to me right um and so you know it just became a point where I just became accountable 
um, for all my failures and all my own setbacks. There wasn't anything that God was using to set me back. There wasn't anything that, you know, my family was doing or my friends were doing or, you know, if I wasn't like being as good of a boyfriend, it's not blaming outside circumstances from the relationship uh you know what i'm saying because everything is really under your own control and whatever's not that's what god is for um and so that you know that moment that taking that in absorbing that in itself um has really allowed me to stop stressing over the things that i can't control and start to find a way to manifest all my energy and focus into the things that I can. Um, there is still a lot of things that I need to change and fix from the root, from, you know, that are so ingrained from when I was like in elementary school. And rewriting that is no like, you know, and maybe that's me giving it more power, right? Um, that's what, uh, you know, like in, in church when they're saying like, when no. he's talking about, uh, demons and stuff like that. And he's like, no, like the Jesus in me is stronger, stronger than that. Than that. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? So it's, you're giving that setback or that circumstance, you're giving it way more power and way more credit than it deserves. Um, and that's something that I've always, that I've been battling with. And it's something that I'm actively trying to change and, um, you know, so I would say that's probably my next one is definitely diet. But I would say it started with <laughs> taking accountability and realizing that it really is in all, all in my hands. And that's actually a frustrating point to be in and kind of also ties back into what I was saying about not being prepared because um, there are changes that have happened. And now I'm starting to see things differently. And now I'm starting to see more potential. I'm not afraid of like, oh, um, only potential right now. I'm starting to see how much more each little piece of my life, how much more value that actually has. Um, you know, and so it's frustrating to be where I'm at because I, now I see it, even though it's not there yet. Now I see it and I'm like, damn, like I want to be that so bad. Like I can feel it in my bones. Um. Yeah, my Bible verse talks about how when you turn back to God, when you stop doing the things that you know are wrong, God brings you into uh, a position where you are now starting to become more and more prosperous in everything that you do. You don't have the things that are essentially weighing you down towards the destination that you're trying to get to. Um, God wants to bring you into those blessings so you can be a blessing to others. Deuteronomy 30, 1 through 3 says, when, when all these things happen to you, the blessing and curses I have set before you, and you come to your senses, so mental, when you come to your senses and you start changing your mindset about things, while you are in all the nations where the Lord your God has driven you, and your children return to the Lord your God and obey him with all your heart and all your soul by doing everything I am giving you today, then he will restore your fortunes 
and have compassion on you and gather you and all your people where the Lord your God has scattered you. Mm. So God will have compassion on you. I need that in my life. For realizing your ways and coming back to his ways. Right. Um, and so, you know, kind of like I was saying with um, how we were talking about prayer and action, right, Johnny? And we were kind of referring back to last episode a little bit. And uh, the the lack of response that I feel I've gotten from God when it came to my diet, right? Um, and... Um, me being able to understand and see my ways, right? Even though I'm praying and I would like him to just remove it, yeah. um, I'm realizing the error in my ways while I'm quote unquote awaiting a response from him. You know, like I was just saying, I feel like his response to him to me is, "You got it. You can. You can do this." And that in itself is giving me encouragement. That you know what I do got this. Right. I am on the other side of this um, in a better light, but I have to keep holding myself accountable to the point where I can finally get rid push of this through. and force this change and push it through. Yeah. Um, you know, and him feeling the genuine moment from me. Like I said, I've broken down and I've asked him from this for this and then for other things, but. Um, like this verse just said, the compassion that he gives you um, when you really do infuse your heart with his with his will and just with understanding that you don't have all the answers, um, but that you still trust him. That's the thing. You're going to break down eventually. You will break down. If there's something in your life that's really, really getting at you, um, and you just keep putting it off and you've tried to change before, but it hasn't happened. So you've given up and and you keep coming back to it and you just put it off in your head. Eventually, it's going to break you down to the point where you're going to get to where me and Rudy and Johnny are talking about where we're just tired. We're tired of it. And that's when God's going to give you the breakthrough. You might as well might as well get on it now. There's, there's no point to keep on suffering when you have the power to change it. I, I think with what you said, Rudy, um, that hard part, like right when you said, I think it's the change that you want or the change that people want. It's, it's a, like, it goes back to what you said too, Jamal. It's the commitment to the process. You have to like you have to we have to stay committed to the process. Change. Change is so hard, but once you actually commit yourself and you understand that it's a process and a process takes a very long time and delay that instant gratification of wanting, you know, that good health, wanting to stop eating out, wanting to do whatever we you know, stop doing whatever we want to do, once we stay committed to it earning those little victories step by step by step we start carving our way to actually that main thing that we want that main change that we want when we get there or when we start getting closer things just start becoming easier yeah yeah like absolutely. everything just starts flowing yeah you know, things like just start just it's like man i could have did this a long time if i would have just actually just like ah just stay committed to it you know it's and it's hard too but commitment and then understanding that it's a process and then sticking to it uh yeah just how how difficult 
how difficult it is as a human trying to make this change, but how effortless it is when you allow God to make that change. Uh, yeah. You know, like like you said, it flows. It just flows. Yeah, it start, starts with giving it, giving up to. I mean, not giving up, giving it, uh, giving it to God. Um, we don't have control at all, like you said. Control we can control the things we can't. That's what God's for. But it's that decision of like, okay, I can't do it. Let me put my pride aside. God, that's what you're here for. I think that decision is hard as well. Sometimes I, I I try to handle things myself when God's you know I feel like standing right there asking me like, what are you doing? I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, give it to me. At the same time, like, I feel like I've had moments where, like, even just with this diet, for me specifically, that I've tried to give it up to him and just been like, God, like, why? You know, like, take this out of me. Like, yeah. I'm tired. Like, I'm really so tired of this. And I'm and it's so subconscious and it's that battle, right? It's like that DNA battle in Kendrick's album, right? Just constantly back and forth. And it's that side that ends up winning, unfortunately, most of the time. And so there's been times where I've broken down i'm like god just take this out of me you know what i'm saying just take it out of me but then at the same time because i haven't seen the change some people would say god's not listening to my prayers but the longer that this has kind of started to drug out i feel like his response to me is that you don't really need me to do this for you i've given you the ability to do this you can do this you know what i'm saying i feel like he's allowing me to work through it because I can do it and allowing me to prove it to myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's man. We said the same thing last episode, uh, <laughs> praying. So I, I, sometimes I feel like we pray for things we don't really need to be praying for. Yeah. Um, when it's, <laughs> when it's like, God is like, you know, I, I gave you the power. It's already in you. You don't need to ask me, you know, I, I gave it to you. You just need to go do it. You need to put in the work. So I think that's, that, that comes with us putting a lot more on God when actually he given us the force and the power to do it. Maybe we're just not tapping into it to do it. Right. And that's, man, yeah, no, I, that clicked for me. Huge. <laughs> you know, because these episodes, right, this is like, this is our weekly tieback. Like we, you know what I'm saying? We have to come back to graces at some point because we have to deliver this message and we have to be able to channel, you know, what God wants us to say to these people. And so either way, we have to come back to this. So this, this forces your cards, right? You have to do it now. You got to dive in. And it's, and if we didn't want to do this, we wouldn't be doing it, but obviously we're still doing it. So we want to tie back. We want to keep coming back. Even if we stray during the week or not, we want to be in this moment. Um, I think it's safe to say we're all starting to see rewards of that genuine desire. Absolutely. Absolutely. How how badly do you want it? You know, how badly do you really want that change? Because that's what's going to push you through those moments of why isn't this going away? God, I've been praying for it. Why isn't this going away? Why am I still stuck in the mud? How badly do you want it? How badly do you want that body change? How badly do you want to get rid of that whatever it is that you're doing that you don't want to be doing? Mm-hmm. That, that's that's the thing that kind of that pisses me off. So we, <laughs> we, we, we want to change. Like there's some people, and I've seen this before, and I'm sure I've done it before, um, but I, I make sure I don't do it anymore because it pisses me off seeing people do it. People talk about change. They want the change. And then when they do something or they make a mistake, they want to blame somebody else or make or, or um, 
make excuses for it. Yeah. Like own up. Like own your steps. Yeah. Own own up for why you did not stick to the process, and you know move forward. But you're sitting there making excuses of why you didn't go to the gym or why you're eating this or why you're doing that or why you're slipping up. Like what are you making excuses for? Right. Own it. Like honestly, this is your change. You you are holding this commitment. Don't blame anybody else for it. Don't make any excuses. Like that's that's ridiculous. That that's annoying. That, that makes no sense. Um, I think it's safe to say we all want the change, but pretty much all of us don't really want to go through the transition to get to that change. You don't want to get uncomfortable. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. You want to make change in your own comfort level. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Donald think change does not come inside of a box. You have to step outside of the box and be uncomfortable. I don't think there's a lot of things in people's life that they've attained... Um, that's a significant worth that didn't come through uh, some type of struggle, some type of uh, grind. So if that's really what you want, apply that thought process to whatever it is that you're trying to change in your life. Apply that same mental grind to it. Um, there was a there was a workout that we did in Fresno. Obviously, it's hot as hell in Fresno, and we did it during during the day. It was a sled workout, and at the end of the workout, we had to push the sled, the weighted sled, a hundred yards. Hundred yards at the end of the workout. Hmm. If you look up at any point during that push, and you find out that you're you're at 50, 50 yards away yards. yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying halfway halfway mark you might not make it seriously you might not make it which is not a good thing but um <laughs> keep your head down and just keep thinking about the steps that you're taking forward and eventually when you look up you'll be there um i think there's like it's funny because I kind of came into this with uh, a gracious attitude that we've all been able to play sports. And so I'll kind of give a few references into that. So, for example, you know, as a, a sprinter or a wide receiver, for example, right, or an outfielder in baseball, okay, if you are, if some, like, and if you're an outfielder, and some guy hits the ball and it's way up in the air and it's over your head and you can see the trajectory that it's going to be behind you. you your think. your natural fundamentals are that you turn around and you sprint to get as far back as you can so that you can turn around and come back to the ball, right? But if at any point in time you start looking up while you're sprinting, you're no longer running as fast. Slows you down. Right? So, same thing as if you're a wide receiver and he throws the ball as far as he possibly can. If you look up, even though the ball is still 20, 30 yards behind you, you might not get to the spot that you needed to get to to catch the ball. Absolutely. So, you know, sometimes, like Jamal is saying, we look up to see where we are at. And get discouraged. And we get discouraged. Um, or that throws us off the trajectory that we were originally supposed to be on. Uh, that slows you down, right? So, and in turn, you don't catch the ball. So either they score or if you're a receiver, that means you guys didn't get the first down, right? So there's so many different ways to go into it. But at the same time, I was looking at this from like a pitcher's point of view, right? Because that's what I played. I played baseball and I pitched. And unfortunately, 
when you're in the game, you don't have time to think and stop and slow down time and think about everything before the next thing happens. The game goes on. You have to keep playing. And so sometimes there's going to be practice, right? If you're a student, you have little homework assignments that are going to lead up to a big test. Uh, As an athlete, you have practices that are going to lead up to a game during the week, right? So there's so many small, like you were saying, Jamal, baby steps that go into it. But it's those small things that we have to put ourselves in that position to be successful. We have to develop those small little habits one practice at a time like johnny was saying so it's a process but when you get to that game you have to let those behaviors take over and that's why it's so crucial to make the new habits second nature so that you don't have to spend any mental time or energy thinking about them and you can allow your body to just work um and so you know that comes with muscle memory but muscle memory comes from repetition um repetition 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 and it's completely okay to fail um i was talking to my mom the other day and you know i said the word failure and it was like so sharp you know she was like oh my god like i could never see you as a failure you know that's how she was that's what she said she's like i could never see you as a failure i was like mom it's okay like I fail daily, multiple times in different areas in my life, and I'm completely okay with it, right? And that's that adaptation of taking the accountability. I'm able to see where I came up short. Therefore, I'm able to see what I need to do to not come up short the next time. Maybe we need to talk about that more because that's that's a really good point that um, it is okay to fail. As a matter of fact, you need to be open about your failures so that you can get through them. Because if you're constantly dealing with your own failures yourself internally, and how are you ever going to get the answer? You obviously don't have the answer because you haven't got over the failure. Understand that getting your failures out in the open allows different different types of solutions to come into your life because now it's not just in you you've put it out into the world Mm. you got to see it right you You got to see see the solution yep um and sometimes i think we try to find the solution without finding the root to the problem and there's cues in your life right so maybe with pornography or for me comfort food right and things like that like maybe you get stressed out or overwhelmed by a circumstance and your natural habit is to go into whatever is just going to make you feel better i realize like i eat i'll spend so much in one sitting of food because physically i think oh well i'm eating more therefore my body is more fulfilled and more satisfied but that's not the case Right. Right. It's all on what you're putting in your body or all in what you're putting in your mind. And so, Mm. you know, being able to find out like, oh, it's this stress cue that makes me do this. Therefore, next time you stress out, you can say, oh, hey, this is going to cause me to do something that I know I shouldn't do. And it's getting ahead of that cue and realizing when that cue comes and allowing yourself to see it. When you can see what causes you to do that old habit you can start to find the solution to replace that old habit. Absolutely. 
Um, I want to challenge you guys, the listeners, Jamal and Johnny as well, I guess, because I, I want to challenge myself. Um, but I want to I want other people to do this as well or to try to do this. Um, for those that haven't done it or don't have this as a habit, um, what I'm going to try to do um, every time I feel the temptation to go eat out, to be very specific, mm-hmm. right? Every time I feel that urge to go eat out, I'm going to challenge myself and you guys, whatever your vice is, whatever that habit is for you, when you feel that habit bubbling and you feel your subconscious start to make that decision for you, I want you to just take a moment, one minute, one minute, even 30 seconds, but one minute and just talk to God and say, God, this is something that I'm struggling with and it's something that I want to overcome and I pray that you can give me the strength to overcome this. I guarantee you, if you just say what I just said right now and you mean it, you that urge will go away right then and there. Yeah. And it might come up later, but this challenge is that every time that moment comes up for this week, let's make a change this week. Whatever that habit is for you, that bad habit that you need to change, pray on it every time you feel it. Try to. Um, and there's going to be times where you're going to ignore this and you're going to ignore that prayer and you're going to see the result of that action. So let's stop letting that happen, guys. We're better than this. We have much more in us. He's given us the tools. He's given us the resources. He's given us the intelligence. We're capable of doing this. We're capable of being more than we've ever been. He has greatness on the other side. So I just want to challenge you guys. Um, but with that being said, I think it's a little obvious what my next changes um but what about you two what is uh what's a habit that you're currently trying to rewrite or something that you're trying to improve upon um if you've already made that change in a light if if that if that makes sense speaking speaking life uh definitely something that i've i've changed um but it's something that I definitely need to improve on because the issues in life don't stop. The issues in life are are going to be are going to be constant all the way up to your death. But that shouldn't affect how your thought process goes through the day. Like you said, Johnny, you you've you've um, kind of rewritten your thinking on how you go about failures that come into your life. But they still happen every day. They still happen every day. Now, are you going to give up just because they continually happen? Are you going to get frustrated? Or are you going to switch that thought process and start to really dive into what God is trying to tell you? That you are the head and not the tail and you are above and not beneath. And there's things that you can really start to speak and see into your life if you would just do that when those thoughts come up. And instead of, oh, the urge or the temptation is here and God hasn't answered my prayers, so I'm just going to give in to this urge. What what helped me with that was... Or when you know anybody else that's struggling with it, or, um, since 
I figured out, and you know, I already knew this, but when I really honed in and really understood that there's so much power, you know, with what we speak in our words. The simple question I asked myself was, since I have so much power in my words, would I rather speak negative in my life? Because what we speak out happens. So would I rather speak negativity in my life or, or would I rather speak victory into my life? Simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. Do I want to speak things things into existence that's going to help me and to better my future? Or do I just want to speak negativity and backwards movement, you know, just be staying, just staying idle? Yeah. That's, that's all it really comes down to. It, it, you can make that decision. If you if you really have to, just stop talking. If you really can't find yourself or find words to say to to speak good into your life, then just stop talking. Absolutely, stop talking. People constantly ask you, so how's this going or how's this going? Honestly, I don't want to talk about it right now because I don't really have anything good to say. That is okay. That is okay to not, uh, like what you were saying, Rudy, um, giving... I don't know. You're giving power to those. I do know. You're giving power to those uh, to those demons when when you're constantly saying, "Yeah, uh, this is what I'm struggling with," or which is okay. You can talk about those things, but when you're repetitively repetitively speaking about them, you're giving you're giving those things a foothold in your life. Stop talking about them if you really have to. If you really have to tell people, you know what? I don't. I'm not comfortable talking about this right now. I really don't want to keep speaking towards that. Then just then do exactly that. Stop talking. Um, yeah, I think for different people, there's going to be different uh, systems that you're going to have to put in place so that you can become mentally aware of all of these things and mentally aware of the steps that you're going to have to take. Uh, Gary Vee talks a lot about reverse engineering. Uh, a lot of social media entrepreneurs, business people, they talk about reverse engineering. You find your end goal and then you literally take every individual step backwards from there so that you see the path that you have to walk to get to where you want to go. Um, and you know what you know what steps you have to take, but there's so many of them that we become overwhelmed in the big picture. And so, in laying out the overall picture, it allows you to now, okay, I'm just going to take a chunk of this, and I'm going to focus on the first five things on this list, and I'm going to tackle these things. Once I get through these five, boom, I got another five, and that confidence and that flow begins to develop. Um, so for some people, it's laying it out physically and being able to visibly see it instead of trying to remember everything in your brain all at one time. You're trying to think of where you want to be, where you are, and where you've been all at the same time. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Sometimes you just have to lay things out physically, and that's completely okay. For those of you that don't have to do that, more power to you. Um, I was not one of those people. I am not one of those people, um, but more power to you. Um, the other thing is maybe forcing your hand in your life. Um, you know, when I would tell my coworkers, oh yeah, I'm trying to eat clean, I'm on a diet, um, or, you know, I'm cleaning up, blah, blah, things like that. When I would cave and slip, I felt way more guilty than when I didn't tell anybody that I was trying to work on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because other people were now looking at me like, 
you're supposed to be eating clean and you're not. So that allows other people to help you be accountable as well. So tell all your best friends what your main goal is or what something you're working on is. Allow your best friends or your people that are around you or your family to help you. You don't have to do it all by yourself. Um, And at the same same time, like I was saying in my situation, God doesn't have to do every little thing for you. Um, yes, you need to pray, but you also need to work. And you also need to put yourself in the position to receive the blessing that you're not going to be able to handle. But it all comes with a mentality and setting yourself up for that. Um, if you can't, if you don't run, right? So it's don't break, don't break the form of your trajectory by looking up to see where you're currently at. Uh, there's that picture, you know, of Phelps and of Usain Bolt and the people that are behind them that are looking at them um, and they're focused on the goal. Focus on the goal. Don't focus on it's not a rat race. You know what I'm saying? We're all going to get to where we need to get to. We're all going to live our lives. And in 20 years, it's not going to freaking matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't stress yourself out over this. It's going to be okay, but you also can't ignore it either. You need to address it. And once you address it, you take the strength away from it. You make it weaker. You make it more obtainable. You make it more tangible. And I feel like a lot of us have big dreams and we don't think that they're tangible. Um, and we have to make them tangible. But sometimes it takes intangible habits and behaviors to get those results. Um it comes with the mentality, you know, mind is your mentality, your soul. It's not something that you can see. It's just something that you feel. It's something that oozes out of you, um, you know, and it, it, it takes the, the discipline, which is not something that you physically do, right? It's something that you mentally control. That's not a tangible thing. It's an intangible behavior that leads to tangible results. Um, so... You know, keep that in mind. But I just want to challenge you guys. Let's let's make some changes. Let's improve ourselves. I'm going to give you guys an update. I'm throwing this out there. I'm going to eat clean this week. And I'm going to pray as many times as I possibly can whenever I feel the weakness and the urge to do otherwise. Um, so I think we're, we're good on that. And um, that's going to wrap up this episode. Um, but again, I humbly thank you guys. Uh, for listening to us and spending your time with us and investing your time in us and your energy. Um, we're really just we're really just trying to do the best we can. Uh, we are trying to be the change that we want to see in this world. And you know, we need your guys' help. We do. Uh, us three can't do it all alone. No. Um, and, you know, eventually <laughs> one of you guys is is going to feel confident enough in yourself uh, to want to be a part of this and to want to fulfill God's work that he's laid out for you. Um, any music people, any video people, any photo people, uh, any audio engineers, anybody that wants to help get God's message out there, to people that need it reach out to us be a part of this because this is going to be a lot bigger than uh we can see right now and you best believe that so uh in wrapping um dear god i thank you for this day i thank you for bringing us back together um so that we can focus on you and focus on the things that we need to do in our own lives 
Uh, as much as we want to help other people, there are things that we need to do in order to help those other people the best way that you have laid out for us. There are changes that we also need to make in our lives and in our mentalities. Uh, let us clean our body, mind, and soul, God. Purify us and allow us to do everything that we possibly can and glorify you in the entire process and allow us to live through the trenches. It's not always pretty, but the job just really just needs to get done sometimes. And allow us to see the success in our failures. Allow us to learn from our failures and not be discouraged by them anymore. Take the strength out of the word failure in our vocabulary and allow us to just see the positivity that, uh, that this world really has to offer. Things might not be great. Things might look bad on the surface, um, but you're bubbling on the inside, and that uh, that gives me all the courage that I need. So I just thank you for everything. I thank you for your blessings, and uh, in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Fifty-two. Fifty-two minutes.